Welcome to Indie Audio, the audio version of The Independent. To listen to past episodes of Indie Audio, go to independent.org. That's I-N-D-Y-P-E-N-D-E-N-T dot O-R-G. If you like what you hear, please help support The Independent by going to our webpage and donating or becoming a subscriber. Behind the Curtain with an Alt-Right Wizard by Mark Reed. Over the course of Alison Clayman's new biopic, The Brink, Steve Bannon utters a number of chilling lines, but the most unnerving comes during a particularly contentious interview with veteran journalist Paul Lewis of The Guardian. It's all right, no matter what, I'm going to convert 20% of your audience, Bannon quips with a smile. Bannon is a charming, smart, reasonable-sounding, roguish, unpretentious ethno-nationalist. He can say things like, we are working on building an old-school Christian democracy to an audience full of liberals and you almost don't notice the implications of what he's talking about, the purge of Muslims from the Western world. He lands this line between a series of self-deprecating jokes about how much he's hated and keen observations about the very real concerns of people left behind by the global economy. It's an astute performance and a perfect encapsulation of the dangers of giving Steve Bannon a platform. The challenge even extends to writing this review. See how I've already lavished praise on Bannon, extolling his intelligence and personal charm? Bannon allowed the filmmakers to shadow him for two years, although he knew they were hostile to his political views. He is that confident in his ability to convert his 20%. By making this film verite-style, Clayton has largely ceded the floor to Bannon. This was a real risk. So who made the right choice, Bannon or Clayton? In her time spent as a fly on the wall, Clayton was able to gather material that punctures the carefully crafted image Bannon has fashioned for himself as a mad genius who made Donald Trump president. While this image falls apart, Bannon's poetic waxings offer insight into the gains the right has made and the follies of the left. This is the film's most valuable contribution. Clayton had the good fortune of following Bannon during the time of his fall from power. He has already been fired from the White House and, just as the film begins, he has been let go by Breitbart News, the online platform with millions of readers that he helped build, and dropped by his longtime benefactors, the billionaire Mercer family. Trump is savagely attacking him via Twitter and has by this point largely driven him from US politics altogether. Bannon pivots toward Europe in an attempt to pull various far-right groups into what he calls the movement. His efforts are disturbing but ultimately unimpressive. He's all posture and bluster, trying to talk something into existence that he really doesn't have the juice to create. He returns to the United States as a gladiator in the fight to elect Roy Moore in the Alabama special election for Senate, a campaign that goes up in flames as a sex scandal engulfs the candidate. Bannon sinks deeper into irrelevance, the worst form of hell for someone with his colossal ego. The filmmakers didn't need to do a lot here and wisely chose not to. They adeptly and methodically chart Bannon's fall and take us along for the ride with excellent pacing and studied patience. But it's Bannon's comments on the left and on the current political terrain writ large that are most compelling. Even though it came at a tremendous personal loss, Bannon knows how to make an impact. Here are a couple of lessons he offers. 1. Outrage is today's most important political currency, and 2. Never shut up. It's politically effective to stoke the outrage of one's followers and the contempt of one's enemies. The former and The former ensures loyalty, the latter ensures that you are the topic of conversation. Social media is hyperconductive to the production of outrage. If you can be its master, you will win. The left is vulnerable on topics like immigration because it lacks a coherent stance. Racist and xenophobic as it is, build a wall is a clear mission people can get behind. Saying walls are immoral and calling for open borders isn't. Identity politics is another battleground Bannon sees as advantageous terrain for the far right. Once you write off the white working class, with whom will you build a winning coalition, the white ruling class? Left-wing populism only wins if it foregrounds the material interests of working people of all races and backgrounds. Building movements requires some uneasy alliances. That's coalition politics. By nature, it's impure. 
Bannon understands this better than most left activists do, and he relishes every opportunity to play the left against itself. Doing so keeps left populism on the margins while the right grabs power. Bannon has set his will to the task of winning. We cannot let that happen. That is the lesson of this patient, well-crafted, and deeply unsettling film. This clip was produced by Aaron Sheridan.